0: Hey, hey, Bachelor PhD here. Follow us on social media at Bachelor PhD. And if you're in Los Angeles this weekend, specifically on Sunday, and you happen to be going to L.A. Comic-Con, come find us at the Pump in the Matrix Vanderpump Rules panel. That Rob, our boss over at the Bridgeburner Podcast Collective, had put together. We're going to be on it. Easier and I are going to be on it.
1: Yeah, two-thirds of the Bachelor PhD
2: are going to be on Ooh, it. Yeah! Yeah, the West awesome. Coast-based thirds of of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we but... didn't
0: have a budget to bring you in, Caitlin.
1: Well, it wasn't even offered. It wasn't even thought about. Sorry, Caitlin. We were just kinda I kinda just said, I'll go. No, that's go. all
2: right. I mean, I probably couldn't go even if we could get money for my flight. This is like a very busy work time for me. Yeah. Yeah. End of the semester. Um
1: so yeah, so we'll be at the LA Comic Con. Um
0: I think the panel's at three o'clock on Sunday.
1: Oh, right in the middle of the day. <laughs>
0: yeah so hey there's that and um <sighs> last night was the big debate between gavin Newsom and ron desantis did you watch it no oh. I watched no clips.
2: i definitely did not
0: <laughs> i thought it was really interesting there was no audience which was actually know. really cool because it wasn't like cheering and jeering And they and they both kind of came with their gloves off. Although I think Gavin Newsom really had was really well rehearsed. He Mm. had his lines down, whereas Ron DeSantis kept like coming across like flustered or like.
2: Did he do that weird smile he does where it's like very (laughs) slow? You know the one I mean. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a good-looking
0: guy, uh, Ron DeSantis, but he just he has the that's weirdest, your
2: type, huh, Craig?
0: <laughs> he's got the weirdest facial expressions.
2: He really does. What shoe wear was he wearing? What was the uh, what was the the footwear here? Boots? They were there were
0: behind. <laughs> yeah, the the if you haven't seen that meme of like his boots, like there's a meme that shows how he could be standing upright in his boots, like up on his toes.
2: <laughs> yeah, because they do look a little. Weird. There's something yeah. always a little weird about his shoes. I don't know if there's lifts in there or not, but there's like something odd about the shape of his foot yeah. normally.
0: I mean, I'm sure there's lifts, but um, they they were behind podiums, so I didn't get a good.
2: Oh view damn! Of his shoes. That's that's well, one of the things I'm always interested in is what what shoes he's wearing.
1: I'd like to know what other. I I I feel like I'm yeah. I'm in a I'm in a bubble here, not knowing because I saw what everyone else saw. You know the the big the big clips. And, of course, he was proven wrong because what he says is wrong. But I thought he went to Yale or West Point or something. Shouldn't he be – at least be able to get, like, a jab in Ron Yeah, but George
2: W. Bush went to Yale.
1: Yeah, but I guess (laughs) I mean –
0: George W. Bush had a very famous
1: jab. That was a legacy – that was a legacy entry. This is – I don't think he – (laughs) Ron DeSantis came from anything.
2: Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, it's not – I was going to say, having worked at two Ivy League schools in my career, I can tell you there's a broad mixture of intelligent and not intelligent people in the student bases there.
1: Tons of, yeah, like, you know, whatever. I just thought that he got to where he is for something more than just being shocking or something.
2: Yeah, well, Um, he he,
0: he, he, whereas Gavin Newsom had a lot of... Confrontational things to say, and like was always looking in DeSantis's direction, and like could could hold multiple thoughts in his head. <laughs> DeSantis just came across to me like he was really flustered and couldn't couldn't keep up with the action. So yeah, it's weird. I don't know why. Hmm. You think he'd be really well rehearsed at this point, being on the campaign yeah, you'd trail?
2: Yeah, you think like a. Uh they'd be doing a lot of practice for what yeah. they thought the other one would say. I just double-checked. He studied history at Yale.
0: Oh, there you go. He was in a, a good old humanities course. degree.
2: Yeah, he got a humanities degree. <laughs> <laughs> he was a history teacher slash coach at high schools in
0: Georgia.
2: <laughs> the most common Uh-oh. combo.
0: Can't have
2: that. Um,
1: okay. okay, so... Finally, Golden Bachelor, Craig, uh-huh. you got your, uh, that, well, that, well, yeah, no, you got your, um, you know, what has to happen to the bachelor who says, I love you. You know, you, you got his comeuppance mm. that you've been waiting for. Yeah. Right.
2: And Craig got yeah, a uh, proven right about something else, which made me laugh because, uh, our fan Jocelyn texted me and she was like. Craig is going to love that he's right about this. And we were like, oh, it sucks when the straight man is right about something. Ah. <laughs> but, you know, the uh, the articles about how Gary is not as perfect as he seems.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, there's, there's, that's been circling you know, the socials.
1: I, I, so, so who wants to break down the Hollywood Reporter article uh, about
2: Gary? <laughs> I mean, okay. I guess I can. I did read it. So basically, what they sort of there's a couple of different things that they talked about. One was that while his Chiron says he's a retired restaurateur, he hasn't worked in restaurants since roughly 1985. He's done a bunch of other different things. I didn't think that was ultimately a big deal because we know that they just kind of choose whatever they think the best title is for you in that. Yeah, this the, the shortest Chiron. Yeah, like they pick something and they will sometimes change your job to something else if they think it like sounds better or it's shorter or it's better for your personality or whatever. Right. So I'm like, eh, that doesn't really bother me because he probably did tell them about all of his different jobs. It was like, Oh, I did restaurants. And then I installed hot tubs and worked in like a senior care home and they were just like <laughs> retired restaurateur. So I'm like, that one's sort of whatever to me. Um, but then they did say, you know, he's set on the show basically that he hasn't, like, kissed anyone in years. Right. He said this to um, to Faith on their overnight thing, that it's been years since he's been intimate with somebody else. But it appears that he has had well, at least one long-term long... girlfriend. Didn't he say a long time? Yeah, there was, like, some vagueness that is not... It's hard to exactly tell, but certainly the impression the audience had was that he hadn't really been in a serious relationship since his wife's death. And this article was like, okay, he has definitely dated people, including one that was like seemed to be fairly serious. About a year and a half, she moved into the Dream Lake House. Oh, really? Yes. So she lived in the Dream read it? Lake House. <laughs> no. and yes,
1: it was she a woman in, like and he made her pay half of the bill. Yes.
2: <laughs> I will say that part was kind of funny. Some of it is like, okay, this isn't that big of a deal, but there were some things that I was like, oh, Gary. Why'd you do this? One of them was the thing about how, well, the reason they broke up. This one, I was like, if this is what happened, that is not cool, Gary. Is like things were like going okay, it seemed like. And then he had a high school reunion or something coming up. It was a reunion of some kind. Mm-hmm. And she was like asking about details or something, I guess, to be like, oh, yeah, I assume I'm going with you. Right, right, you know, right, right, live right. together. And he said something <laughs> along the lines of like, he can't take her like that because she'd gained 10 pounds. <gasps> oh. yeah. I don't know. See, and I was like, ooh, if you said that, that's gross.
1: This is an anonymous ex who does not want to be named. The friend is named, her friend.
2: The friend is named and the... Anonymous X, they're calling her Carolyn, is like the fake name they gave her in the article. Carolyn's niece has been posting on Reddit as well. And the timeline is correct. She did meet Gary, et cetera, et cetera. So there's like sort of backing that up. It is a mixed bag because I think it's not. It does like shed some questions on like, oh, is Gary's romantic life not exactly what we, the audience, were led to believe in terms of. You know, that he's basically been alone and lonely and all of that. It's not the end of the world. I do think it's sort of, it puts like a chink in his armor of being yeah. like, oh, look at this perfect man.
0: Well, I thought you were going to say that he just didn't want her to go to the high school reunion, like, period. Because, no, he
2: didn't. Which and is bad enough. But then yes, to, to put on when this. That's they broke up, according to the article, is like, yeah. he didn't want her to go. He made this comment about her weight. They broke up at that <laughs> oh, time. Man. Then there was this whole thing with like, She was giving, she'd gotten a different job in the area closer to the lake house. And so when they broke up, she was quitting that job. She gave like her two weeks' notice. She's moving out of the house. And in the course of moving out of the house, she fell down the stairs of the house and like broke an ankle or something. Oh my God. And they had hospital bills proving this. But anyway, so she was annoyed that (laughs) he would only let her stay a week after their breakup, even though she had this broken ankle. She wanted him to like let her stay longer or something in the house because she was now incapacitated I
1: don't know it, it's 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 like not like at, when I read it I was like okay an anonymous account that of a guy of like you know one person's perspective of how a relationship went bad then when I was watching the episode all those things kept creeping into my head
2: <laughs> Like,
1: yes. dude he was kind of mean but at the
2: same oh, time... Oh, let's get
0: into it. I got some thoughts.
2: Well, at the... At the there okay, were a few things that Gary said in this episode that I was like, this article was right about you, maybe, Gary. Whoa. But, the, but at the same time, you know, he started dating her, it sounds like immediately after yes. his wife died. I think they said one month after the wife died.
1: So I can see why when you are extremely traumatized, and by the way, we have seen pictures of his ex of his late wife. Um and she was overweight ish. So I'm not sure about all that.
2: Uh that it's hard (laughs) to say like what's true and what's not true. And then he did a rebuttal, Gary did, in people. Um he doesn't directly mention the Hollywood reporter is the one with the other article. He doesn't mention the other article directly, but it's like very clearly a response where It's basically like, oh, I've made mistakes in my past. Everyone has, you know, like that kind of stuff. So I think he's trying to allude to the fact that like, yeah, he definitely did date other people in between, even if the show sort of implied that he did not and that kind of stuff.
1: He's he's he after your wife of 40 some years dies and then you immediately date because you are lost at sea. I can see doing some saying some crazy stuff, doing some crazy stuff. Yeah. And not like really
2: knowing where to land. Emotionally so, bad yeah. place. So you're like, you might treat somebody worse than you would otherwise because you're just kind of floundering. Misplaced. Grief. Yeah. That misplaced. like you're, you might say yeah. things you don't actually mean and probably wouldn't normally say because you just like don't know how to control your emotions well. On mm. top
1: of that, it's like an unsubstantiated account. You know, there's a lot going on there. Um, so not that it's perfect. Go ahead. What are your thoughts, Craig?
0: Oh, I'm going to wait till we get to the Leslie bit.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, this this was the big news that i had broken this week, was this article and then sort of Gary's response and how it is made. I was going to say, it seems like the overall opinion is very, like, kind of along the lines of what we were saying. Like, hard to say exactly what happened here. It does make him appear to be like, the opinion most fans had of him was like, Gary is the perfect man. Wow. This article makes that harder to say, but it also, what happened last night, made it, makes it harder to say that too.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I, I can't, and I won't, and I never blamed a bachelor, or honestly a bachelorette, for g- giving themselves completely during a fantasy suite or whatever, and saying, you're the one, because <laughs> I believe that he believed it, and I believe that Ben Higgins believed it. And I believe that Clayton believed it. Like, you know, I'm not... I I think we all say crazy stuff.
0: After sex.
2: <laughs> in anticipation of... Yeah.
0: Oh, in anticipation I, of. Ooh, that's good, too.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with you to an extent that I don't think it would be very odd to me if any of these bachelors or bachelorettes was saying these things in a calculating sense or being like, I'm saying it, but I don't mean it at the time. I think it's just very easy for them to get caught up and sort of, you know, you have all this manufactured romance going on around you. You're like doing all these wild things and you're in this weird situation where like you're only talking to producers and other contestants and then you think you might be in love with multiple people. Like, I can, I can see how it would happen, where you would say things that maybe are sort of, like, more than you actually feel rationally.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I know that the audience uh, loves to, I don't know, be on the woman's side when this happens because... They are putting every ex boyfriend in like on the face of the Bachelor. Hey,
0: that's kind of what the slides for Sunday's LA Comic Con are going to reveal.
2: <laughs> reveal uh, that uh-huh. we
0: that uh, when when a woman the show, they identify with they 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 transfer their problems with their current boyfriend or husband onto the show.
1: Onto Jacks. Yeah, I mean um. Jack
0: specifically.
1: <laughs> Jacks from Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, it it kind of was not more obvious to me in the history of whenever this happens than in this moment. That made zero sense to me, but made sense to me only in the bigger context.
2: It's typical. My life. This is where I'm going. This
0: is... Oh no, no, that's not it. No, <laughs> no. No, don't think that.
2: Doesn't matter, Gary. No offense. I don't. I can think whatever the I want. Yeah.
1: What is the clapping for? Once again, but now I have to do it for the whole world to see once again
2: how broken I am. How no one chooses me. So with that, she got the batch the golden oh. bachelorette, right? I guess if we're having, I thought that might have been the surprise announcement that Jesse was talking about was that they were going to say we're doing the Golden Bachelorette and who it was, but it wasn't. I felt so bad for her when I watched did that. You? Really?
1: I, felt, I <sighs> felt like you knew, you knew, and you're just milking it here. I really did feel like she was like, f- can, I thought, can you, you,
0: I can't felt believe. felt so bad for
1: her? <laughs> I cried a little again. After weeks, (laughs) you are still acting like some teenager. I'd be, I I felt sad for her. That she's still in a sad place after being that old. And I mean that, you know, experience wise. And still being like, I can't, but like lashing out at him, you know, saying you lied to me, you're a man. That whole like.
2: Yeah, I mean, I do think she honestly. Watching that scene, I do think like he felt very badly. I did get that yes. sense that he was like, "Oh, I'm really sad that I'm like making this person feel this way." Um, and I think you know her anger at him, in time probably fades because you can see that he did. He genuinely felt bad about it. You know, he wasn't just like cavalierly disregarding her feelings. But the stuff that made me feel really bad for her when she was crying was about the things about, like, how everyone can see how broken she is and she's not chosen again. And I was like, oh, that's just, it's so sad to hear. You know what I mean? That, like, that somebody's feeling this way. And I could see how she would be, right? Like, her story that we've heard on this is, like, she's been divorced twice, so she's never had it, like, work out, work out long term. And, yeah, just, it made me feel bad for her. That I was just like, oh, this is sad.
1: I have kind of one of those... Well, I guess there's two folds to this. The first one is that. So she saw what she saw. And then when they had their after the final rose moment on the couch, which means months have gone by. Clips have gone by the entire show. She's rewatched. And she is kind of still feeling the same. Like she still blames him in a weird way. And I'm like, you 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 should be a little bit more mature At that point. And my second Mm. more important point is that, you know, uh, not everyone, I mean, this is not a deserves love conversation that I'm about to have, but I feel like not Uh. everyone finds a partner and like a lot of people are totally content with that because they have a great life. Otherwise, she had three kids and never having found like a forever partner. Isn't that the true? I mean sometimes you got to pick you want kids or you want a partner or you can kind of have both. But like, yeah. is that really that big a deal at that age? I, I, I can't imagine I, that being that big a deal for me I at some point. I see what you
2: mean that like, even though she has had heartbreak in her past. And then again, now it does seem like she's had a very full life, right? She has these three kids. Yeah. She has some grandkids. She like runs a dance studio, I think is her job, right? She loves that. So I feel like she does have, She does have a lot of other things in her life that seem like they have been fulfilling and whole and all of that. So it's I think some of this is that societal pressure that people feel to say, like, you're not you're not successful in life unless you have a partner. Right. And so that's part of what I think is going on here is that even if everything else can line up, there is sort of this weird society says, like, you can't be a woman of her age and be single and happy about it. Right. Like that's But she
1: she is the she is the the new version of that trope where everyone says, like no one really like, I, I I kinda take issue. I think that's like an eighties narrative that is no longer applicable. Like no one feels that way.
2: Oh no, they definitely do feel that way. Like I have to tell you I had a friend this past week specifically talk about how <laughs> her mother will not stop. This friend is the same age as me, so like mid to late thirties. Mm-hmm unmarried woman, highly educated with a good job. Basically exactly the same as me, you know. And her mother literally will not talk to her unless it's to ask when are you getting married? Why haven't you found somebody to get married to? Whoa. Well, yeah,
1: but that's like,
2: I mean, isn't that rare? <laughs> like no. I feel like most women know, like, it, it, I know are like my family gives this shit to me too. I, <laughs> think, okay, we're, I, I, I think I guess we're... I'm living in my elitist bubble. Yeah, here, you're a coastal elitist. But within
1: that, I think most people who live that life are those elitist bubble people. Right?
2: I live the life of being single and satisfied. Yeah, they yes.
1: are narco- cultural elites. Yeah. Like Yeah. So so where so like the pressure is is it is like I mean Okay. But then you are supposed to counter that. As people do, as the world is like on your side about it now.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the world is much more like, why do you got to put this pressure on people? But it doesn't mean that there isn't sort of that pressure, and especially somebody in their generation who's a little bit older. I think probably they feel that in a different way too, right? That like, and I'm not sure that she, she does. grew up in a slightly different environment. I but I'm, I'm not, not sure that either. She does. But I think it was seen as like a. At this point, she's putting the pressure on, on herself. herself. To, like, too. have a good partner and have all this stuff. But this whole thing, their conversation reminded me a lot, actually, of um, Zach and Gabby. Because of the way, you remember in Gabby's sort of confessionals and stuff around that time that she was saying, like, I know he's not cheesing me. I know it. I'm just waiting for him to dump me. That's kind of the vibe I got from Leslie when they're, ov- like, they're... Um, their evening session was ending before Gary came back, and she was like, I know it's not me now. Yeah. I know it's not. Yeah, you well, know?
0: sure. But that I think that's a little bit of a separate issue than what we've been talking about.
2: Yes, it's different, but it did make me, it reminded me a lot of sort of that. I mean, Leslie mentions at one point, like she basically is like, well, thank you for dumping me here and now versus making right. me wear the $60,000 dress <laughs> yeah. and go up on the platform. And I think that's what... Gabby was saying she would have wanted Zach to do, dump her for that moment, you know. I
1: I really think that my bigger issue was something else, though. Like, it's not necessarily the societal pressure. And this is what I wanted to get to because I didn't want to forget this. I know some 50-year-old women, 50-something-year-old women that never had kids but did find a partner, you know, that they're happy with. And I know some 50-year-old women that did have kids but never really found a partner. 10 out of 10, the women who did not have kids regret it Be- they regretted not having kids they wanted kids i'm saying putting that out there that they wanted kids and they never had them so i feel like leslie if you're gonna get one if you want both but you're gonna get one you she probably have regretted not having the kids yeah mm. if you wanted both
2: okay i think that makes sense if you wanted both things and you end up only having one that probably the more satisfying one in that scenario is having kids, especially if like um, when we saw in Leslie's hometown, like her daughter was saying like they're best friends and stuff, especially if you have a close relationship with your children still. Right. Yeah.
1: And I, and I do think that um, if you want ki- again, like I have to preface this because it's not about any kind of pressure. This is all biological clock stuff. Uh, you know, if you wanted kids you will regret not having kids, but like regretting a boyfriend or something, that's a little different. I feel like that's like a luxury in life.
0: Right. Like, well, isn't she uh, being selfish because she did get chosen? She got chosen twice. She just got unchosen.
2: <laughs> she's been married <laughs> twice. Yeah, she's been married twice. So she did. She did get proposals and weddings before. Yeah.
0: So I, I. So okay, it fizzled out, and they got divorced. I. That doesn't mean she wasn't yeah, yeah. Chosen.
2: And that's another thing is that
1: we don't hear much about those two. We don't yeah. hear what they did wrong. We don't hear what she did wrong.
2: No, I, we don't I, know anything about that, really.
1: Yeah, and I don't... I, I can't feel bad for her for not being, yeah, quote, chosen this
2: okay, third time or possibly this.
1: fifth time, tenth time. Like, we don't know what her
2: history is. Yeah. We just know she's been exactly. married twice. We know she's been married twice, That she dated Prince. She's a sexy dancer,
0: we know <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, one of them was Prince, so...
2: <laughs> yeah, but she didn't marry him.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I want to ask this question, actually. This is going to be so weird. I have to figure out a good way to ask this to my mom. I wanted to ask her exactly that. Like, my mom is almost 70. Mm-hmm. She is divorced. And she has two kids and a grandkid, right? I would be very interested to hear from somebody like that, you know, directly being asked, okay, if in a scenario where like, the choice is exactly what you have now, two kids and a grandkid, but you're divorced, or the sliding doors moment of, you're still married to my dad, but I don't exist, which would you rather have? You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. I kind I, of I think... feel like with easier, I think that she would say she'd rather have the life that she has now than a one in which yeah. she's still married to the person who was my dad, but me and my sister didn't exist. Yeah, the
1: biological pull of like wanting to have kids and never having had them is like those are the women I know that I can see so much sadness in them. Like those are the women I know that really um, kind of take the life out of me. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like
2: I don't know what I don't know what to say. You know yeah, there there is there's the. I guess there's the satisfaction you would have if you wanted both those things, like lifetime partner and children. And you, it seems like you have it for a period of time and then you get divorced or whatever, right? That like, you can have the satisfaction of having a life in which you're still very much involved with your kids. You have this good relationship with them mm-hmm. that like, I don't know, maybe you like build your whole thing around being like, I want to live close to them and all this kind of stuff. Whereas on the vice versa of you only get one and you wanted both. It feels like you have more stuff to fill your time. If you had kids. (laughs) Which sounds weird to say, but you know what I mean? Like it feels like there's more things you could do. Like now that especially that my mom is retired, a lot of her like leisure activities revolve around like visiting me and my sister or like doing stuff with us. Right.
1: Yeah. So my point is that like in summation, Leslie's life is full of great stuff. I think she's milking it for the cameras and to be the bachelorette, which is part of the show. So like, I accept that, but I don't think she's as, um, you know, we shouldn't feel as bad for her as we do, or as we are led to believe, because I think she's a little bit, she's a little bit too calculating for me. Like she just, and, and she wouldn't, the, the one, the thing that really bothered me is that, like I said, months dragged on. She was on the after the final rose couch. Yeah. And she still had the same thing to oh, say.
0: Yeah. And she just went on and on.
1: Yeah, the she went the show went over. Yeah. allowed it a lot of time because of her. Um yeah.
2: so I although I gotta say after their conversation on the couch, mm-hmm. I was like, can we just fast forward to this? We know that you're proposing to Teresa. Jesse says we have some big surprise, but I cannot imagine the surprises that Teresa says no. So like <laughs> let's make this like two minutes long and get to whatever else is left to do, you know? Mm. But okay, they let's... they've been giving them houses and trips. But big
1: news. Well let, let, let me get to the other side of the of the Leslie thing though. Um because the other side is Gary. And Craig, we tried to tell you this weeks ago. I told you, you know. It, it was once uh, it wasn't Faith, it was Teresa. And the thing I wanted to tell you <laughs> is that if he and Leslie should have picked up on this, too, if he if Gary at any moment wanted to pick Leslie, then he would have picked Faith. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. you would have chosen a tempered down version of Leslie (laughs) if you really wanted Leslie Yeah, I think that
2: does make sense we've talked about this before but like Faith and Leslie are in a similar sort of type of like "This this is not his safe choice this is different from what he's had before but Faith is sort of more of a middle option between like on the spectrum of Leslie to Teresa Faith is more a combo of those two
1: and I would like to see, because of this Hollywood Reporter article, who Carolyn, in quotes, was, right? The mystery woman he dated in, immediately after his wife's death for a year and a half and moved into his pay lake house. Made her pay the rent. House, oh, made, her pay the rent.
2: <laughs> made her pay rent. Period. Yeah, made her pay rent, which is also kind of funny because the way the article was phrased, it sounded like she didn't know that she was going to pay rent until she moved in. <laughs> um,
1: okay, so... Gary is getting married in five weeks, live on TV, right after New Year's. <laughs> hope they make it.
0: Right. Okay. Can we pause for a second?
1: <laughs> hope they uh-huh. make it. It's a rough, rough thing to say. Well, oh. I mean, like, they're getting married fast because
2: they want they to are. get, get at, at least a few years in. The surprise might be that they were the couple getting married on the beach at Bachelor in Paradise.
0: Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny um yeah i wonder who that couple's gonna be like gets married yeah,
2: someone, that yeah like you said kenny and it's yeah. so Mari? hard to figure out who they, it would be
0: i think they cause... already got married
2: yeah i oh. think everyone who's a good candidate has either already gotten married or like publicly has plans to do something else or something yeah. like that
0: mm-hmm. well we'll see yeah, it's weird um I, I was just gonna pause and say uh so it's january 4th uh-huh are, are we gonna mm-hmm. pod are we going to pot it the next day? I
2: was going to ask, if are we planning on having a podcast about this? Because that's, um, at the end of the month is when Joey's season. Yeah,
1: yeah it, J- January
2: it, 22nd.
1: Let's see if there's anything. I've never actually seen a televised bachelor wedding except the ones they like wedged into an episode.
2: Um, yeah, I think the only one I've seen is the one that was on was it season six of paradise with, um, yeah,
1: where it Crystal was, uh,
2: goose or whatever that one was. Yes. that's Yes. The one. That's the only one I think I've actually watched.
1: Goose, uh, <laughs> Chris in quotes goose.
2: Oh, um, uh,
0: that's funny. I forgot about that.
1: Well, that was a good one because if you remember, there was a lot of behind the scenes, uh, John Paul Jones yes. drama with that's
2: where, uh, John Paul Jones said, I don't care about your podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> love it, love him, miss him. Where'd he go? He's
0: okay. got a new. He's got a new girlfriend. They went Instagram public not that long ago.
1: Yeah, well, good for him. Um, he should come back on Bachelor in Paradise. Maybe he he get married right? on the beach in Paradise. Yeah. yeah. Are you ready to move on to the forty-five minutes of Bachelor in Paradise?
0: Well, you no. You said oh. we still have to talk about the other side of Leslie.
1: That was the other side, was that yeah, that's what we Leslie talking. should have known that he she wasn't picking he wasn't picking a Leslie once he cut uh, face.
2: That okay. it was going to be Teresa when she got, got the second rose okay. at that. Which I think well, it makes sense. And also, when they, when, she knew for sure on their date because of the way he was acting sort of weird, right? Like, after meeting the family when they're on that bench, and it was really awkward because he was like, well, time to go. Goodbye. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He's like,
1: see you later. Well, the thing is, too, is that he's, like we said, you know, like I said, like three weeks ago or whatever. He's a loyal dog. He had sex with Sexy Dancer first. So he's like, I'm going to pick her. He had his first date with Teresa. He's like, I'm going to pick her. You know,
2: he's just picking the first person (laughs) who beat them. At least uh, Leslie had a better shot if she was second up in the fantasy suite.
0: (laughs) Right. I was going to say, like, what would happen if it was Leslie, then Teresa for the meeting the family?
2: Yeah,
1: it would have screwed his whole head up. He's just like he, whatever animal, whatever human feeds him on the street is the family he's going to go with. (laughs) I don't think he has. I think he has a pretty simple male brain in that way. You know,
2: he's got to pet them. Well, we
0: have to talk about Teresa, don't we?
2: Do we? Yeah,
0: we do. I think we could
2: talk a little bit about Teresa. I have she to say, said she knocked his boots yes, off. Yes, I didn't like that she said that. I mean, after the final list I was like, I don't, we you don't know, need that exact phrase in our. In our well, page. you
1: know why I love this is because it totally fits into Kathy's version of who she is. Yes, I it mean, does. she is this Teresa is this woman. Who pretends like everything she gets she earned, and that she is above everyone else, and everything is a humble brag, and that whole not, knocked his boots off thing—I'm sure—is like a subtle jab to Leslie. That's basically like, mm-hmm. not only am I better right. than you, not only am I more successful than you, but I'm hotter than you too. <laughs> <Right>. Like, <laughs> it's it, such was a dick. it was kind of cringe because we all cringe. knew it
0: was coming. Like, we all we. we she telegraphed saying it And so we're like, oh no, did. she's going to say it And then she said it
2: And it was such a, I think, especially to me Because Gary had already said You know, he wasn't going to tell us What happened to the Fantasy Suites It's none of our effing business, according right. to Gary Right? Yeah. And so then And then Teresa busts out You know, basically saying, like, <laughs> she was the better Sex partner, just so you know You <laughs> know I think like, that was cringy, and there was one other line I almost forgot about this. That I was like, "No, why did you say this?" Is when it's Teresa and Gary on the couch, and they're talking about like how did he know Teresa was the match for him, and he says something along the lines of like. Basically, because she's had a successful marriage before, he knows she can do it again. And I was like, oh, twisting the knife, Gary, twisting the yeah. knife. He,
1: he kept bringing her up when he was breaking up with Leslie as like an answer. But you don't do that, right? I, I, he doesn't yeah, know that cause be he's been in a
2: relationship that. for four yeah. years. You should but... be like, well, it just turns out the other lady's better. Bye. Yeah,
0: he actually <laughs> said something like very close to that. He's like, but Teresa was better or something very close to that.
2: Yeah, like uh, yeah, and, uh, and H- it was just like, oh, Gary, no. Don't say that. Like don't say that exact thing. And I don't think he I don't think he's like aware of how much he's twisting the knife there. But yeah, the one that <laughs> said Teresa's a better partner for him because she knows what it takes to have a successful marriage. I was like, "Oh, oh, stop, Gary, stop." Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh 5 weeks. I I uh, had a professor that um dealing with her he used to say like if someone's really really happy he used to say if there's a pill that can make me that happy give me the pill (laughs) so i'm like with Teresa, it's like if if, i mean she's like very very happy person oh
2: she's happy right now she's so happy i'm gonna go to my
0: psychiatrist and ask for whatever (laughs) she's on
2: well uh i guess you can get that kind of happiness by being on a reality tv show and being publicly chosen as the winner
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: (laughs) She's probably, this is probably, she's probably a pageant queen, you know? She's, she's, this is what she's been trying to do her whole life, this kind of thing.
0: (laughs) Back in the 40s, back when the pageants, like.
2: back in the 40s.
0: Back when she, she was a
2: pageant for, like, the military. She was definitely, like, not alive in the 40s, but. (laughs) Um, there was one other thing I was going to say, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, yeah, the publicized wedding thing was interesting to me too because it makes sense to me that they would want to get married somewhat quickly because like they've said several times in the show, like they're older, time's a wasting, you know, like get married, go travel, do what you're gonna do, right? Mm -hmm. I was a little surprised they went for the televised wedding because I know a lot of people wouldn't want the televised wedding because you don't have full control over, you know what I mean? Like if you wanted to have a small intimate wedding like you're not having that you know oh, like you no, don't know this the same is choices.
1: I think this is I think this is the way to go you have everything worked out for you ahead of, that ahead is true. of time it's
2: paid for and it's, it's planned paid. by somebody else
1: yeah and like they care you know about a perfect wedding they are just trying to that why even get married I mean yeah.
0: can you imagine what the vows are gonna be like it's, it's gonna, gonna be good be sickening
2: <laughs> well I mean, you just made a case happy, to guess, podcast you know? about it. Like, yeah, they're they're happy about this and they're going to get married. And, you know, it does it does fulfill the brief for what this show wanted to do, which is show that you can find love at any age.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, maybe we'll pot it. Look for us to pot it. And um, I'm sure I'll have lots to say about the vows and, you know, they how much kept- I threw up
1: listening to them. They, they kept cutting to the audience. And I kept thinking like, oh, I know that person's face. Who is that?
2: Yeah, there were yeah. a couple of people they showed where I was like, do I know her? She looks very familiar. Who is she? You know.
0: Well, Zach's well, girlfriend, Katie, didn't Katie win? Yeah, she yeah, looked, she looked very different.
2: She dyed her hair brown now instead of like blonde. So, oh. yeah. Okay. But I did Looked
1: like he had gauge plugs. And I was like,
2: what? What
1: <laughs> like, decade is this?
2: Um, You know, he's playing around with his personal style still. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ready
1: to move on for that last 30 minutes of content. All right. Oh
0: Craig. Oh, um...
1: oh, Craig.
0: Is it mad about you?
1: No, that's close, though. I mean, it does sound like it a little bit. Okay, Craig. I'm gonna tell know. you at the end of the episode. <gasps> You're not gonna tell me now.
2: <laughs> I'll it's, tell you tomorrow. It's,
0: it's not mad about you. It's no. well, we gotta let our listeners know. So we got <sighs> you. Got to say
1: it. We'll put it in the show notes.
0: No, no, no.
1: What? I want to know, and I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I know. I just wanna I just love doing. You know, Kit Kat, football cream. <laughs> Craig, Craig, what is it?
0: I don't. Uh, it's not it sounds familiar
1: Sounds familiar though, doesn't it? It,
0: it sounds very familiar Let's
1: see <laughs> oh, I'm gonna football go go ahead try guessing football cream.
0: Football cream Yeah um, Keep going Football cream like the guy
2: who was on the uh, show
0: like had an ad for football
2: cream no. What's football cream?
1: It's because Craig can't guess it. So there's, you know, that office bit where he's trying to do the end of the song and he can't guess it. He's like, give me a break. Break me
2: off a piece of that football, football cream. cream. Okay, that's, that's, oh, okay.
0: that's a little bit of a deep take there. Yeah, I
2: did not know that one. Okay, have watched that show.
1: It's news radio, everybody. Uh, you
0: know, I I should have known that, but I never, I never watched news radio. Oh, I did. I didn't I think it was, that, even though I had this like
1: made time you know, in seventh grade. All star radio. Cast. It was an all star cast. Phil Hartman. Yeah, I know. Last role. Andy Dick, all that kind of stuff. Well, even though I don't want to talk about the rest of them because you know who's in there, and including Andy Dick. Ugh. <laughs> But, I mean, I should have loved it because, I, you know,
0: who, who wouldn't love Phil Hartman? But I just never thought, the times I watched it, I it just wasn't never good. thought it caught
1: fire. I mean, Dave Foley, no, it's not, it wasn't good. You'd think with that all-star cast, it would have been yeah. good, but it wasn't. All right.
0: There, I'm off the hook.
1: Uh-huh. But you did recognize the song still. Yeah,
2: yeah, sure. All right,
1: all right, all right. Kalen, use radio, is very big when I was in seventh grade.
2: <laughs> I do not remember this show at all. Oh, really? Nope,
1: huh.
2: Dave Foley. China I do know Dave Foley, but yeah, I don't it was, know this show. It,
0: it was it was they they put on they were putting on it was loosely around them putting on a radio show, but you never. But it was just um, it was like Phil Hartman would just come in and do his little bit, and then well, I don't know, I'm not explaining yeah. it very well. All right, anyway, it was very unwatchable <laughs> on
1: Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, go ahead. No, go go ahead. ahead.
2: Well, I don't know, but Jess and (laughs) Jess. Yeah, there were, uh, there were breakups this episode. So that was the big thing is they broke up, but Jess, this was interesting to me. There were multiple breakups and each time the woman stayed and the man left
1: because they had the
2: rose, they had the roses. And it turns out like the, I also will say something that was fascinating to me about the Jess Blake breakup and his leaving is that Kylie chased Blake Yeah, what was that about? I didn't know they were that close, one. And two, when she's like being like, I can't do this without you. And I was like, you guys are best friends. I didn't even know that. Um, But she makes this kind of statement around, you know, isn't there anyone else here you might be interested in? Like, we could could make this happen. It was like, oh, you're saying like you could just tell a woman to give him a rose. Yeah.
1: Well, Blake is smart and old enough to know when to quit. That's the thing. Well,
0: I want to go back to something that you've been championing, EZR, which mm-hmm. is that the young folks, the uh, the Gen Z Zoomers, just yes. aren't interested in sex. So, have Blake and Jess had sex? I mean, no, we no, don't.
2: Absolutely not.
0: <laughs> okay. Have Kat and. Uh, <laughs> Juan- <laughs> I was going to say Juan Pablo, but that's not right.
2: <laughs> John Henry. And John, a uh, cat and John Henry. Yeah, sex? but I, I know what you mean. John Henry is like, he has not, we don't know anything about him still. He's basically yeah. just here. And it's like, oh, some guy that cat's with now.
0: <laughs> so EZR, you said like the, the zoomers just aren't interested in sex. And I, I it's either, obviously it's either we're, we haven't seen it or they're not, sh- they, they either haven't had sex. Mm. Or they're not showing it. They Obviously, would show the us choices. if
2: people were going to the boom boom room. I feel so, absolutely sure they would show it.
0: So Kat, Kat's like 100% into marrying John Henry without having sex with him.
2: Yeah, and they've like barely even made out too. Like none of these couples oh, are goodness. even doing like long makeouts.
1: I, I would have believed that maybe Avon and Kylie might have had, except that I bet Kylie wants it to be at a special place at a specific time. <laughs> and just, you know, I'm sure she has a yeah. long list of to-dos before that can happen.
2: On the like vision board she made before Paradise, right, that was right. like, yeah. date Avon, become engaged to Avon. There's probably some very specific stuff about how the proposal should go and when they'll have sex for the first time and all that stuff. i right. surprised
0: the producers aren't like, Are you sure you don't want to have sex?
2: Well,
1: that's the thing is that when you're so producer controlled, none of them are looking at this as any kind of excursion except for a business excursion where you probably wouldn't have sex. I know the 90s would have told us to, but these (laughs) these are business people now we're looking at.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think they're all very... And we saw this, I think people on like two seasons ago or something had talked about, and maybe last season too, have said that they're all very like hyper aware of the fact that they're shown on TV, like right. having sex or about to have sex. And they just like, most of them don't want that associated with their image and their brand. They want that hmm. to be like separate.
0: No, see, I'd be the opposite. I'd be like, give me the boom boom room.
2: Yeah. You'd be like Kenny and Mari and yeah. like we live in the boom boom room. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well,
1: on top of the fact that they are forcing, <laughs> forcing consent, forcing like this, man- they're manipulating them. They're throwing in mm, too many night one people. It- it's not a good
2: place to feel comfortable in, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it all makes sense to me because I think if you're a person going on Paradise from this show. And you're hoping to potentially meet somebody you could date. Even if you're thinking like, I'd like to be engaged at the end of paradise, you know, in your head, you don't have to have sex with them to be engaged on this show, because that engagement does not mean you're actually marrying them. It means that you're going to continue to date. Right. (laughs) That's, I think, what it means to them now is like you are seriously into them. You know, like you are you're very interested. You will date outside of this show. It does not indicate that you will actually get married or that you have to get married anytime soon if you do. Right. Yeah. And
1: um, you get so much out of it. If you do get engaged, you get a lot more out of it than if you want. That's why everyone was dying to get like to this moment. Right. Cause yeah. you're like, why else do you want to survive through all of this? Oh, cause if you get engaged, look at other than like what you can generate on your own, the bachelor also will give you stuff.
2: Yes. And you can keep that ring if you're engaged long enough and then break up. But also you could you could come back next season on Paradise if you're still together and be hosting dates or whatever. You're like <laughs> being in a couple that's successful is a good business move for them. So I would assume most of them go in hoping they'll be able to make a good enough connection. where like, maybe you'll end up married to them someday, but you'll yeah. be dating them for at least a bit is the yeah. goal. <laughs> wow.
0: Well. Jeez, like, what happened to Kat in her life that she's willing to go all in with John Henry?
1: Well, that's exactly <laughs> it. Um, yes. Tyler leaves, which is good, because he looked really bad to me. He was... Okay. He was very <laughs> cute on Rachel's season. Then I remember him and Brittany kind of had... See, that's the thing. Remember Brittany... They had,
2: like, a cute thing last night. Their yeah.
1: faces matched. They had, like, the same... St- they were both kind of tiny, like, kind of stocky tiny, but, like obviously model stocky, you know, not like, yeah, not like, like a, a real muscular, stocky. you know? Yeah. And, um, and now, and yeah, he never fit with Mercedes, but that, but he didn't do anything else. You know, he wasn't exciting or fun in any other way. Yeah. So I don't know what happened to him. It looks like the life got sucked out of him. Not Mercedes. <laughs> I'm saying he just seems yeah. so down. Like he is not the same Tyler. He's boring. And I don't know. I just, I, I felt like he was an, uh, he was annoying, but then again, it looks like something happened to him.
2: Um, yeah. he annoyed
1: me, but I, I don't like, like feeling that way about him.
2: Want to be there that much, but he was possibly just talked into it as like, you know, well, your roommate and BFF Avon's going to be on there, so why don't you just go to the beach too, and you guys can date best friends and double date, and it'll be so fun, you know? Like, right. I feel like he kind of got yeah convinced to maybe do this and then he wasn't enjoying it that much and he really did not put in like any effort to actually date mercedes <laughs> which everyone knew but i did laugh really hard at like when he was trying to explain you know he was just like you know i gave you the rose hoping to see if the spark can develop you know sometimes sparks develop later and i was like yeah it's not a great look to be like Cause she was like, "No spark." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it was not good. And then Rachel left on her own because her dude got picked. And this is, I, I, I do you still want like a redemptive arc or a, a, a retribution or what? What
2: was it? You want her to find yeah, a guy? I'm gonna differ from you guys. Probably, I do. I would like to, Rachel to be happy in whatever way that is I just feel bad for her the way things have played out especially because it like everyone in this community right online was like Rachel pick Jordan it'll be so cute and then it was like oh it turns out Jordan's into Mercedes <laughs> like he was like oh great okay cool you know what I mean? so I was like oh her self-esteem has been knocked so many times I just I feel bad for her I don't I don't think she should come back on these shows because I don't feel like this is going to be a good place for her, but I, I hope she, you know, builds up that self-esteem and becomes happy in other ways.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Weird. It's just, it's just, she's gotten so many chances and nothing's worked out for her, which is very strange. Like even the Brandon breakup was strange. Like it all just felt very manipulated, manipulated by yeah. other forces. Um, and then Brandon, Brandon, wait, Brandon, Braden, Braden, Braden leaves. Braden, he looks Brayden like left. a blast. Million...
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, we missed that moment where Jess chose Tanner in the rose ceremony, oh, yeah. but that dude Taylor guy walked up he said Taylor, and and I was like, oh, off, off, embarrassing. Oh, that was so bad.
1: Um. Even Jess feels bad about it, even though she's... That's the thing oh, yeah. she's she felt not good at. That
2: she did say Tanner. I heard Tanner yeah. when she yeah. said it. But And then, is that all? I think that's kind of it. Went yeah, very it was, quickly. I was well, very surprised at some of the pairings for, like... Honestly, I feel like it would have been better for Jess to just leave. Because you know her and Tanner aren't going to work out, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're both pretty boring.
2: They're both maybe, pretty boring, they i figure it like, out. Uh, if you were into him, you would have tried to do this a while ago, and vice versa. I feel like they're going to be here for, like, one more episode, and they're going to leave fairly early to be like, well, we're obviously not getting engaged because we just started talking, like, yesterday, so, you know. <laughs> like, I feel like it, it makes more sense to just be like, you know, I was hoping to find love here, it didn't work out in the end, my cue to go.
0: My cue to go. Um,
1: was there anything else that happened in the episode? Because I really literally forgot. I just watched it this morning. Alright, I'm
2: trying to think. So yeah, the breakups, people selecting new people, um Not really? Like that was kind of the big It ended okay. on a rose ceremony? Right. It ended on a Rose ceremony and then Rachel leaving because she doesn't yeah. she doesn't give out her rose, so then Braden and that dude Taylor both leave. And I think that's the yeah, and then that they showed it. us previews of next time, which should be. Oh, no. There's some interesting things in the previews. Oh, no, yeah, oh, they're oh, like, no, no.
0: Like, someone's getting no. engaged and no. someone's getting married.
2: Okay, someone's getting married on the beach, so, and we have no idea who it is.
1: Next week is really the end, and next week it'll be
2: three hours of Bachelor in be Paradise. Three yeah, hours, three all hours. paradise. There's going to be a wedding of someone. Uh huh. And. Someone will be getting engaged and everyone else will be leaving. That's what we Oh, should. good. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good
1: then. Well, yeah. I mean, look, uh, Kat can make John Henry do anything she wants for a limited time.
2: So she's got <laughs> this
1: wrapped up in the back. She's got this. Come
2: on, yeah, Kat. If she If she wants a proposal and an engagement, I think she can absolutely get that out of him it would be weird to me just because they've only been dating for like two weeks of paradise or something. So it's kind of a short one, but if that's what she wants to do, that's what she wants to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I'd really love to sit down with Kat and, and like do Yes, a, You would. I inter- bet you would. it. An, hey, and do an interview. <laughs> and just be like, and walk, say me what? Through, walk me through the guys that you've been in relationships with.
2: Walk me like, through how you get the to be so hot and so crazy. I want to know.
0: <laughs> well, I, I, no, because I'm I'm not calling her crazy. I'm just it's like I want to know why we get to John Henry. It's like because oh, he was, was the I
2: only one left. Him. Yeah, he was like available. He's got a cute face. Um, he is willing to do whatever. Sold, done. He fits.
1: He's just well, a he's just a middle school boyfriend. When you go to the other middle school in town. There's like one guy.
0: <laughs> you know, you're like, ah, you know. Yeah. That's funny. Um, sorry, Nebraska. Um when, when you um if you're listening, Kat, come on the show. I want to interview you and find out about your
2: Of all people, Kat. Past.
0: Yeah. yeah of you, all people, you want Kat. Kat
2: to be our first like interviewee from the actual shows. I mean if she wanted to be on our podcast, I absolutely would not say no to that.
0: Right. Could you imagine? That'd be funny.
2: I bet uh, she's so pretty in person.
0: Well, she did that thing, since we're talking about fashion now, I guess. She, she she did that thing, which I don't like, which is when your makeup for your face doesn't match your body. But with oh, her, oh. it's the... She didn't yeah.
1: blend it on her neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with
0: for her, it's with the dewy look. It's It wasn't like her face was a different <laughs> shade than her body. It was that her face was super dewy, wet look. Yeah. And her body was dry. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, man, there she did it. Just a little different.
2: Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I also think like it's very easy to make that that mistake because you're usually not putting like the super hydrating stuff that you use on your face is not the same stuff you're using on your body for hydration. So, what it's do like, you uh, use on your face for to look like that? So there are lots of different things you can use. I mean, I personally like, you know, you probably have some sort of moisturizing toner spray. That's like a rose water spray of some sort. That's really common. But don't you have to uh, keep doing that? I mean, you do that usually a couple of times a day. But like my sunscreen makes me look a little glowy. So you could just right. be, you could have a sunscreen, oh, sunscreen that sunscreen. does it too. Yeah. Okay. If you get that okay. nice like Korean skincare, that'll do mm-hmm. it for you.
0: Mm. Okay. Are you trying to do the dewy look easier?
1: No, of course. Do you know me to ever put anything on my face? Ever, <laughs> ever of any kind? I am a non-makeup wearer. And like I said before on this podcast, you know, in middle school, other girls would tell me, someday you're going to wear makeup. And I'm like, okay, maybe. You know, like, I don't know what to say to that. Guess what? They were wrong. I was right <laughs> in my heart.
0: He showed I was, them.
1: I Well, I didn't mean to. I just know that, not everyone does. And now that I'm older, I'm realizing not everyone does. You know, right. some people do every day. But yeah. it's not part it. It was never been part of my life. And it and it's not for like lack of trying. I tried to try. It was just not part of me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't say.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think it is a little bit. I think if I had been born like 10 years earlier, I would have been a complete outcast. But because the society is much more accepting now, everyone's okay with it. Doesn't care is the better (laughs) way to sum it up. Yeah,
2: I mean, I also think there's a big... It depends on sort of what style you're into and things like that, but there's been a big movement in the last like decade or so that looking very natural is... Is stylish. I mean, you still often people will use makeup to achieve that, but like very minimal look is pretty in. And so, if your skin looks good on its own, that's like considered the ideal, you know? Right,
0: right, right, right. I'd do the dewy look. I think, you know, I could go. <laughs> you that do around.
2: anything Cat tells you to. Yeah, uh, got you got. Maybe would Kat... do whatever the influencers are doing if he could.
0: When Cat comes on the podcast, she can tell us what to use. Yeah, like, tell drop me the
2: skincare regimen. <laughs> <laughs> I um, she does she have was. She was great-looking with- skincare, and her hair is usually done very well too. Mm-hmm. So she was sitting with John Henry, and they were
1: saying that they pee all. Oh, they, that's what they were saying. They say they pee all the time. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I was. they were just saying thinking.
2: what? Yeah, the they- after the credits, funny thing was that. Oh, I both, didn't watch that. They both pee really frequently. John Henry and Cats, oh. so their pee schedules match up. And he said because he's so used to at his job when you know he's doing his diving you can just pee whenever you have to pee you just (laughs) go so now that he's like one on land he's like oh i have to pee i guess i gotta go right now
0: huh well cat probably drinks a ton of water i would imagine
2: she's probably she probably
0: carries around a water (laughs) bottle and like probably perfect in
2: every way i bet (laughs) (laughs) that's funny (laughs) Yeah, I um, yeah, bet she does it. Actually watching that, I was like, yeah, I also pee a lot. So I guess I'm on the same pee schedule as Kat and John Henry. So hmm.
0: I used to pee a lot, but I don't think I pee a lot now.
2: All so, right. Um... Well, sounds like we're <laughs> officially out of things to talk about. Yeah, so next week, finale for Paradise. And then we'll have a little bit of a break.
0: I did catch yeah. the Good Morning America interview with Gary and Teresa this morning. There oh, was a a- interesting
1: absolutely
0: list. nothing of note.
1: Ah, what they, <laughs> were they just super happy?
0: Well, Teresa was. Geez, she was wearing like a flowy gown, kind of like winter gown kind of looking thing, which was kind of cool. And he was wearing white, kind of. And uh, no, but it was just, it was super. It, I, I usually. I like to watch it, you know. After they announce the winner, and there's usually something there, but there was just nothing. It was all the same stuff that we heard when they run after the final rose.
1: Hmm.
0: Like I was hoping they would talk about like where are you gonna live, you know, like what state you're gonna live in. How is going back and forth? None of that. It was they didn't talk. Unless I missed something, they didn't. They didn't talk about that. Huh? So
2: it's interesting. I mean. We've not really seen them talk about that at all on the show, Gary and Teresa. Yeah. He's talked about it with Leslie, he had the conversation with Faith. But I mean, my assumption is that she's going to move to the lake house, but they're going to like travel a lot and visit New Jersey all the time and things like yeah. that too. But that I kind of assumed that was because she has been so sort of upfront about being like I I will fit into your life, you know. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I would have liked to know. That's what the. Maybe it'll be
2: covered in the wedding special.
0: Yeah, 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 maybe.
1: I'm sure that they're living it right now. So, yeah, they'll probably, uh, you know, figure it out very soon and then figure it out for the wedding if there is, you know, figure it out for the wedding. And if they don't figure it out, there won't be a wedding. So it'll all work out.
0: (laughs) When was the last time you talked to somebody on the phone for like two hours every night?
2: Oh. I mean, not every night. I've had long phone convos in the last few months with people to catch up, but every uh, night I wouldn't do two hours. What am I going to talk about for two hours every single day? Nothing's changed.
0: Yeah, well, they do. They really? do. Really? Is that what yeah, they said? That's what they said.
1: They said two hours. I didn't hear that. She part.
0: said. I heard yeah, that they we talk, talk every on the night. phone every night, and then sometimes it's for two hours. Do you think
2: we... it's like phone sex? no oh yeah phone knocking boots apologize for yes. <laughs> i think i didn't get that
0: sense but using maybe.
2: the sexual word
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay y'all thanks for listening see you at la comic con on sunday follow us on social media at bachelor and we'll see you next week Bye. bye